This series is brought to you by the Heritage Office of Kilkenny County Council. Hurling and Us. Kilkenny Voices from the GAA Oral History Archive. Episode 3, Heroes. Okay, so this is an interview for the GAA Oral History Project. My name is Regina Fitzpatrick. This interview is taking place in Kilkenny on the 26th of November 2009. So if I can ask you to say your name for the record. Uh, my name is Dan McAvoy. So can you tell me your name for the record, please? My name is Paddy Bogey. My name is John Henderson. And my name is Nicky Brennan from the parish of Conaghy in Kilkenny. Welcome to uh, I'm Dan Hogan. From one of a row, My name is Ned Quinn. And what year were you born, Martin? 1930. My name is Sean Doherty. I was born in 1944. My name is uh, Sean Brennan. I'm Joe Doherty. I was born 1947. Oh, I was born way back in 1938, a long time ago now. In 1947. I was born in 1953. 1936. In 1928. Who would you say is the best player you've ever seen? Oh, Dan Kennedy. I'd have to give it to Henry. Henry Shefflin now. What, what players stand out The people in Kilkenny that we interviewed for this project love hurling. They love recalling matches, passages of play, and their hurling heroes both current and from another era. Regularly, they took me back in time with them to bear witness to a point scored, a goal missed, a ball passed up the field, seemingly into the unknown, only to land in their teammate's hand. And while the greatest players of the game will be forever debated, for that moment, in that interview, in their mind's eye, our interviewees were back there again, living the match, and the joy brought to them by their heroes of the game. Martin White, Bonnetstown. It's a different type of hurling, if you like, from the times that we got it. You see, when we were playing it, we did mostly, it was mostly ground hurling, or overhead hurling, you know, you, and that's how Donnegan, Lorley, Marr, and Jim Hurley, and all those fellows, they were all great overhead hurlers. It was a lovely thing to see it. I'll give you an example of one of what I remember. I remember one day down playing the match down in Ross. Bergen was the name, was in the court for Kitchen. It was James Stevens, yeah. And he poked out the ball. And Lordy Marr hit it in the sky at centre field. And Richard Brennan was playing centre forward. And he hit it again and hit it over the ball point. Without the ball touching the ground. With three, three strokes like that. Martin Mulhall, Bonnetstown. Well, Jack Mulcahy was a fearless man, of course. And 46, he was captain of the team that played Dublin in the Leinster final. And he was captain that day against Dublin, and I was at the match. And there was a, a Tipperary man playing with Dublin, full forward that day. And every ball that came into the square, Turningham, was flattened in the back of the net this big Tipperary man I won't mention his name but Jack saw that going on and ran up the whole length of the field in Croke Park and he went up and he cut a hold him by the jersey and gave him one under the chin and pointed the finger to him 
There was never another stir out of that man. <laughs> and the referee never put him to the line or gave him a yellow card or nothing. But those were the days. David Rice knocked over. So what year did you go into, into St. Kieran's College? 1952. That was the year that Father Tommy Marr came uh, to Kieran's. And there was one evening in particular, I think it was, and he went up into the interpitch and he put a man on each goal and he stood in the middle of the field and he directed the, the two people, one on each goal, to land the ball down to him. When the ball would be coming towards him, he never took the ball in his hand. He just had the wrist work and the footwork. And he could double on the ball in the sky and send it over the bar at the other end. And if that ball was dropping a little short of where he was standing, he could take a step and he would drop puck after it and score a pint at the other other end. It was one of the most magnificent skill displays of hurling from an individual that I have ever seen. And was it very competitive to get onto hurling teams then? How did Absolutely. all that work? Absolutely. Fiercely competitive, so it was. As you know, it could be. And I mean... They proved it afterwards, all those people that were there in my time of Eddie Kerr, Ted Carroll, Mick Carroll, all of those people. I do think that was Father Tommy Marr put an imprint of structure to playing the game. It wasn't you got the ball and you belted it. That era was gone with Father Tommy he brought that on then afterwards to the county team and that was the beginning of success for Kilkenny Hurling, really, you know. So. Paddy Buggy, Schlieve The team of the 70s had six great forwards. Kerr, Pat Delaney, a neighbour of yours. Purcell, Kieran Purcell. Mick Crotty, big strong man that made room for a lot of them and got vital scores. Mick Brennan, Cloney of... Castlecomer. They were they were all mighty men. Billy Fitzpatrick, namesake of yours. He was a lovely forward, great free taker. Those six and the rest of the team, Pat Henderson was centre back and later Jer. Those fellas were outstanding. Skane was a great goalkeeper. He was the best man to kill, block a ball and kill it. When he blocked a ball, it it, it dropped dead into his hand or at his feet. He he, he was very skillful. And yet I would rate Ollie higher than him. The reason being that the game had changed. You couldn't charge the goalkeeper in Noel's time. And Ollie had to that. And, and, and Ollie, Ollie was really, he was like a dancing master or a big cat. He could spring across the goal. And like when you'd be playing a back, a, def- a defender, and you'd see yourself beaten or one of the other backs beaten and a forward having a pot shot and you'd say, oh, blasted, it's a goal. And he would come from nowhere and block it and clear it. And the other thing about him is he was so quick on his feet. He started attacking the forwards instead of they coming in on top of him. He'd come out sidestepping and he'd burst out through him. He was a big man, very lively, very agile, very strong. 
he'd burst out through them and he'd land that ball down at the other end of the field. And that's why I, I've, he was the most spectacular, certainly. And on his day, he was tremendous. Ned Quinn, Mooncoin. Tell me about working with Brian Goldie. Oh, my God. A privilege. Yeah. An absolute privilege. Such a genuine man. I don't know... I don't know if I've ever come across a person that has proved himself to be so genuine over such a long period, without faltering now, ever. Wonderful hurling man. The greatest hurling manager of all time. But what a player, like. Brian Cody won the Kikini under-14, under-16, minor, under-21, senior championship medals. He won Leinster and senior club All-Ireland medals. He won St. College's All-Ireland medal at St. Kieran's. He captained Kilkenny to win the final All-Ireland. He won two, but he captained won one. He won another 21 All-Ireland medal, he didn't win two, he won one anyway. And he won a senior All-Ireland medal before he was 22 years of age. He was an outstanding player. If you put him up beside other managers, think of who you like now. I'm not going to name any names, but think of him. Put his hurling record up there first, the player's record, and then put his managerial record up, and then say, right, now which is the greater? My God, nobody comes with an ass's ball to this guy's record. And yet, never changed. Okay, this is a recording for the GAA Oral History Project. Today's date is the 29th of October 2013. This recording is taking place in the Spring Hill Hotel in Kilkenny City. And my name is Regina Fitzpatrick. So can you say your name, please? My name is Henry Shefflin, and I was born in 1979. Grew up in uh, Ballyhale, uh, it's a little rural um, village halfway between Kilkenny and Waterford, so about 15 miles from either. Um, I grew up in in a family pub, was where I uh, started, and I at that stage I had three older sisters and two older brothers, and I was the second last, and my youngest brother Paul arrived about a year and a half after me. And who were you when you were out playing and playing with your brothers or with your friends? Who were you pretending to be? Who were your heroes as a child? I think Liam Fenley, obviously, because he was captain two years, um, you know, was a massive influence on me. Ger Fenley as well. So all the Fenleys were massive. And it used to be different, you know. One of them would play well in the county final one year, like Dermot one year scored, was man of the match, and you want to be Dermot Fenley. And then, you know, it could be Ger Fenley or it could be Liam Fenley. So it was very much like that. To win your first All-Ireland is massively, massively. Win your first All-Star, Hurler of the Year. Um, Captain Kilkenny, obviously, was special, I must say. Um, I would have always loved to have done it, and, and to do it uh, was, a, was a great occasion. Um, but I think the, the number one for me, actually, would be um, winning the county final here with, with, with Bally Hale in 2006, because... Um, in 2005, we got back to the final. You know, we'd been relegated, as I said, at the start of my career. And to get back up senior, we'd struggled for a few years. Next time we got to the county final and we lost to James Stevens Bettis, I was absolutely useless in the final. I missed a load of chances. I, I, I basically took too much on board. I wanted to try and do it all for the club and we lost. And we came back the following year and won the county final. And that was probably the sweetest one because that's what I grew up looking at. That was what I wanted to do. First of all, it was was to win with Ballyhale because that's what Ballyhale were doing. Kenny weren't successful at that period when I was growing up as a chap. So 
that's that's what I wanted to do. So that one would probably stand out as being the, the, the biggest highlight, I would think, you know. Paddy Buggy, Schlieve Roo. We're a most unusual county, to be honest about it. And I, I, the way things have gone, before we were won our first All-Ireland in 1904, Cork had won six and Tipperary had won six. And now this year we've passed them all out and we're on top of the table. And we're a small county with 85,000 people. And it's part of the life of Kilkenny, hurling. I think it's in the blood. It's handed down from generation to generation. A number of the people on the present team, their uncles or their fathers or their ancestors hurled with Kilkenny. There's a trend running down from generation to generation. There's a love of hurling in the people. Special thanks to our interviewees and their families. Featured in this episode were Paddy Buggy, Martin Mulhall, Ned Quinn, David Rice and Henry Shefflin. Our thanks to the GAA Museum and Archive at Croke Park for permission to share excerpts from the collection, which is available in full at gaa.ie. This episode was produced by Connor Sweetman and Regina Fitzpatrick and narrated by Regina Fitzpatrick. The series is brought to you by the Heritage Office at Kilkenny County Council.